0: Thank you for joining us again here in the Fellowship of Undomesticated Women Around the World. This is Tonya Taria, your hostess with the mostest. Welcome to the Undomesticated Woman Podcast Show. I've got awesome topic for discussion today. It seems that every time you take your eyes off the news, go do something, take care of some life's business, you know? Something crazy is always happening in the news again. Well, here locally, and we've got our eyes, you know, lo- you know, globally as well, here in the US, you know, just looking at what's going on with um this trend with women of color in the Olympics, and it's not just women of color, but it's women taking a stand too for their identity who they are and just owning their own power and owning, you know their mistakes as well i'm sure most of you have heard of what's going on with the um, american um, olympic um, superstar well she was going to be an olympian but she got pulled from the team because she took cannabis to address her grief and pain Um, at hearing the news of the passing of her birth mother, and it was just so sad about how she was treated. But it speaks to the larger issue of misogyny, and misogyny in particular, that's layered with racism that women of color typically have to deal with. That's a whole nother conversation. Because today's topic, not to, you know, get off into the woods, is... Are you worth the self-care? Yes ladies, I am putting that question to you real hard. Are you worth the self-care? And I say this because we're still having this conversation. We're still dealing with guilt, um am I worth it, you know? Is it okay if I take some time for my mental health? like Naomi Osaka who was denigrated and everything by the officials of the um French Open when she said, "Hey, I need to take a step back because I need to attend to my mental health." And she got all this kind of um vitriol directed her way. How dare she? You know? And I'm like, "What do you mean, how dare she? How dare she take ownership of herself? How how dare she self-care? How dare she?" stand for who she is and stand in her power? My response was to that was, how dare you? So these are just some of the things that have been going on in my mind, um, particularly as a woman of color myself, uh, as a African woman, I'm just like shaking my head and saying, these men are effing crazy. Not only... Do they want dominion over your mind? They want dominion over your body. They want to take everything from you. And that's when you got to put your foot down and say, "Uh uh-uh. I'm going to stand in my power, reclaim my power. You do not own me. I have a voice and I will stand in that, in human dignity, in my autonomy of who I am. So yeah, girls. That's kind of been my state of mind these last couple of weeks. It's just been one thing after another. Um, I don't know if I rem- mentioned this in my last episode, where I was talking about a um, Australian swimmer. She was, uh, you know, very well de- de- uh, decorated in terms of medals, and she's a favorite. And she, you know, took a step back too from the Olympics, and you know, it was all over Twitter about her tweet about. You know, perverted old men, misogynistic old men, you know, and nobody, you know, she didn't direct it at any particular person, but she was directing it at the organization. We know that much. And I'm still waiting to get the juicy tidbits on what's actually behind that that remark. You know, there's gotta be something. You know, I'm one of those people where I'd be like, okay, where there's smoke, there's fire for sure. And with everything that women have been dealing with over the last couple of years, and this is even before um, the Olympics and before uh, COVID, remember there was that big scandal here in the U.S. about this coach that had been abusing the the female gymnast, and they came out and all of that. It was a ugly kerfuffle. Well. Women are just getting started with breaking this crap down, you know, Um, particularly this season, I think COVID has really pushed us to the brink and really forced us to strip down, get bare, get real, keep it real with the world ourselves and how we interact with people. So I'm just like, ooh, and I'm just sipping my tea here wondering, okay, what else is going to happen in the world? Because it's not just us. There was another uh, track and field star, black track and field star that had it out with Nike because um, she had a very difficult birth. Actually, she almost lost her life. I'm not going to say her name. You guys can Google it up just based on the description I'm giving you. But long story short, she got pregnant, you know, she and her husband got pregnant and then she started having difficulties Um, during the birth. She actually, she and the baby almost died. And when she came back, she had, you know, she was a huge proponent of Nike. She was their representative and all of that. And everything she wore was Nike. You know, she was basically their ambassador. So she comes back from all of this and they want to tell her that you know, in spite of, because of literally what she's gone through and everything, they're going to cut her down to 30% of her profits. I'm like, what the hell? Not like, it's not as if they were paying her enough to begin with. So sister kept it real. She said, eh, 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 eh. She stood in her power and said, oh, no, let me show you how it's really done. So girlfriend took herself and started a business, collaborated with another um entity- um you know sportswear entity, got her business going girlfriend is making bank now, and she's giving Nike the middle finger every single day and I want to celebrate my sisters and say that's how you do it, you know a lot of times we women because of what we have to navigate as women we have to deal with misogyny we have to deal with patri patriarchal patriarchy rather we have to te- deal with paternalism we have to deal with discrimination ret- racial and ethnic discrimination we have to deal with cultural men culturally mandated <clears throat> excuse me culturally mandated um roles Expectations, and that's why I always say, ladies, it's time to get off the altar of other people's expectations and break it down. Free yourself, free your mind. And you know, when I look at all of this, I just have to say, we are not activists by intention. A lot of instances, the everyday woman professional. Otherwise, when we have to confront these things in society, regardless of where you are in the world, um, I've spoken to the fact that I come from a part of the world, too, where patriarchy, you want to talk about patriarchy, is real. Um, cultural um, expectations are still very ingrained um in Africa and parts of Africa. I'm from Nigeria originally and even looking back, you know, in spite of the, you know, the strides that women are pushing for, particularly the young women after me, definitely um it's still a battle. It's still unfortunately it's still an uphill battle and that's a commentary On humanity itself, because I recognize that it's not just women in Nigeria, women in West Africa, women in Central Africa or the continent of Africa or women in the Middle East or women in Southeast Asia and Asia, wherever you are, wherever you may be. Women globally have to deal with these things and we have dealt with them historically, generationally for centuries. And it has to do with power and greed. Ultimately, when you get down, when you strip everything down, it's about dominion, it's about power, it's about greed, and taking or accessing something that really doesn't belong to you. And that's problematic. And I really think we've got to push humanity to do better. And in a lot of instances, we women find ourselves in the spot of being an activist. A lot of times we are pushed into activism, not that we say, you know, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to be a social justice warrior, or I'm going to be a activist for women's rights. Some people do some, you know, really see that as an area, a passionate place to pursue a career. But for by and large, the average woman does not Sign up to become an activist. It's usually something in your life, something that you encounter, some situation where you have been pushed to the wire. And you're literally at that point where you have to make a choice between saving your soul, your life, and your sanity. Or just keeling over and becoming a drone and robot for whatever forces that want to take advantage of you or use you as a pawn in their own game of life. And that's when you find yourself in the position of an advocate. And I, when I speak of that, I'm talking about women like Naomi, you know, Osaka now, who has pulled out, and said, no, I'm going to do some me time. She's writing articles now. She's actually writing an article for one of the major um, media outlets. Um, um, one of the um, Olympians, former Olympians that I was speaking of earlier, who, you know, told Nike to up yours, you know, put it where, stick it where the sun don't shine. She's, you know, act, she's become an activist in her own space as well. And you know these are trends you know that will continue that women will continue to you know find themselves in when they fight back and when they push back and this comes to the larger issue of today's topic are you worth the self care and you know i i you know i giggle and i kind of think to myself you know asking for a friend <laughs> but the reality of it is it's a it's a real question because I've had this conversation with some ladies on Clubhouse. Um, I've had this conversation with some friends and, uh, you know, offline and online, however you want to cut it. I've had this discussion. And one thing that has stood out to me is the fact that the more we talk about this, the more we talk about self-care and the fact that this is something women have to embrace, and radically so, the more it reveals itself to be activism in and of itself. The act of self-care is actually activism, radically so. And particularly uh, true for Black women, African women, women of color, because not only have we been marginalized by society you know at the intersection of gender and racial discrimination i.e. institutional racism real you know overt and um you know behind the scenes but standing in your power reclaiming your power reclaiming your health and wellness advocating for yourself that is activism And that is self-care operating as that. And so it becomes very, very powerful. And it's a very, very important thing too that we all need to adopt. Regardless of where you are in the world, when you begin to self-care, that connection with the true essence of yourself begins to manifest and that manifestation forces you to become your own advocate and reclaim your power and break those toxic connections that you've had in the past. It forces you to erect healthy boundaries to set boundaries. And so those who have previously benefited from your disenfranchisement in that area of particularly in self-care because if you're disenfranchised in the area of self-care you're disenfranchised everywhere else. Because when you put yourself at the bottom of the list you begin to internalize That narrative that says you're not worth it. That narrative that says you don't matter. That narrative that says it's okay to not pursue your dreams. It's okay to live a half-life. It's okay to be unfulfilled. Those are all toxic lies that keep women in bondage keep you on the hamster wheel going nowhere and laying on that altar of other people's expectations Mm -mm 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 -mm. so when you begin to break those chains yeah you're gonna get radical that's what self-care is about particularly for women of color around the world women of the diaspora Um, black women, we've always had this extra layer of stress and angst that is a function of institutionalized racism, colorism, all of that, that exists in the space of one, you, you know, whether you're a region of the world that's been colonized by someone else, quote unquote, or whether you're um, an indigenous um, population that has been, you know, nearly wiped out and all kinds of atrocities perpetrated against your people. You've lived through that generationally and that wounding generationally, or you are of African descent anywhere in the diaspora and you're dealing with that generational pain of physical bondage and enslavement. And, you know, all of these things are connected and we are in a season where all of us as a collective are waking up connecting and opening up our eyes to the fact that this is power and that power is ours. When you step into that space of self-care, when you reclaim who you are, when you say, yes, I am worthy. And you say it with intent, with power, and utmost faith and belief, whoa, people gonna be scared because they know that that is a manifestation of power, unadulterated, unrestrained, undomesticated, hey. So ladies, this is what I'm talking about. I don't know if you can hear my kitty cat in the background. He's mad because I shut him out of the um, office while I record this episode. But this is just something I want us to think about. Because these are real issues that matter to us. And unfortunately, mainstream media is not talking about this. But then you've got to consider, too, who owns mainstream media? Who, who are the media moguls, Okay. All these media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, you know, Instagram, also owned by Facebook. Um, All the major news networks. Who are they owned by? Men, old men, who are unwilling to share power with the other side. Oligarchs. You know, not to get too political, but this is the reality that we operate in. And so these forces, you know, you're going to be constantly battling against a false narrative. But when you self-care, you're connected and grounded and woke. The reality of it is none of these people want you to be awakened. None of these people really want you to self-care your place of employment, all of that. They don't want you to self-care. You know, I'm so sick of hearing, you know, there was a time where when I was naive and first started working, and I used to think it was so cool that my employer was so into employee wellness. Eh, not really. That's all lip service. They don't want you self-caring. Not in the real way. Because when you really self-care, you are connected to self and you reclaim self and you nurture self. And when that starts getting in the way of whatever it is they doing or they want to do or whatever cuts and ridiculous things they want to do to the contrary of, you know, your benefit, they don't get mad. They do get mad. Then they start telling you you're not a team player, and you know, quote-unquote. All of that nonsense. Translation is you're no longer complacent. You're no longer laying on the altar of other people's expectations. You're no longer on that hamster wheel. You're no longer saying, oh, what can I do to please you? No, you've reclaimed your power and cut those uh, uh, contracts you didn't even know you were making with these people in giving over your power. And they never like that. Get it straight, sisters. When you begin to self-care, know that you are going to war. And I'm not trying to it, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but that's the reality of it because it's a spiritual, mental, and emotional war. Because you are reclaiming, that is action, that is advocacy. You are literally taking back what is yours. And when you, especially for a prolonged period of time, have given over dominion over yourself and you, the essence that is you, when you start taking that back, people get offended. People get ticked off. Why? Because they no longer have access to something that does not belong to them. And that they were able to manipulate to their own benefit. Let's not get it twisted here. I've said it before. Human beings and most living organisms are opportunistic. Yes, there's such a thing as altruism. Particularly as, as human beings. But it's also found too in the um, animal kingdom. Among some species to varying degrees but the reality of it is if you don't have any boundaries people will walk all over your space and when i say all over your space i'm talking all over you and they will take 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 till there's nothing left and you will give 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 till there's nothing left that's just the reality of it and, you know, some of this is unconscious, some of it's malicious, and some of it is 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 unconscious, and some of it is not malicious. It's just a state of being. But when you begin to grow and own who you are and really get grounded, and that's part of the process of self-care that no one wants you to really know about. I said this in a previous episode of The Undomesticated Woman. When you begin to really know who you are, you do that work of knowing who you are when you connect with self, when you meditate. All of that forces you to go into yourself and look at yourself and address yourself and see those places that need healing, to see those places that need acceptance, that need love, that need to be embraced. And I always say, embrace all your edges, boo. That's what makes you beautiful, that's what makes you unique. That what makes you powerful. And you've got to embrace all of that if you're truly going to stand in your power and if you're truly going to reap the benefits of that whole thing we call self-care. So, I, you know, I just wanted to put that out there for us to, you know, think about as a collective of women, wherever you are. Feel free, you know, send some uh, messages, drop a link, follow me on um, the Undomesticated Woman on Instagram or on TikTok. You can find the Undomesticated Woman too on TikTok. You can find me there. Just click on the link in my bio. You'll find me there. You can go to freedomatthecrossroads.com. There's also a link for you to listen in on the podcast, catch up on all the latest episodes. Once again, this is your girl, your fellow undomesticated sister, standing tall, loving you all. My name is Tonya, and I am an undomesticated woman. Welcome to the tribe, my sisters. Till next time, stay grounded.